0: This episode of Intelligent Medicine is brought to you by Propax Gold with N.T. Factor, a complete vitamin and mineral formula. N.T. Factor is the only nutritional formula clinically proven to reduce fatigue, whatever the cause, age, illness, or just being run down. NT Factor repairs damaged cells and restores healthy bacteria in your digestive tract. Clinical trials have shown NT Factor reduces fatigue by almost half and it even reverses some symptoms of aging. I've been taking NT Factor for years. With a 45-day money-back guarantee, you have nothing to lose. To order, call 800-982-9158, 800-982-9158, or go to ntfactor.com. That's ntfactor.com. Welcome to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman, one of my favorite podcasts of the week, although I hate to play favorites because we interview great guests and then I do my live radio program. But I very much look forward to my conversation with Layla Mutin. We call it our weekly Q&A with Layla, wherein we answer your questions. Some questions come to us via questions at drhoffman.net. That's the way you can get questions. So another way you can get questions to us for the radio show is 877-726-8255. You can call and record a question during the week or call live during our program, which airs from noon to 2 p.m. on Saturdays. And how are you doing, Leyland?
1: Okay, Dr. Hoffman. How are you?
0: Good, good. Sort of uh, getting used to uh, post-summer and uh, a lot of opportunities. Uh, You know, a little bit more uh, busy schedule, but... uh, yeah what kind of things to do and uh, gearing up for fall. Mm-hmm. Uh, although it uh, doesn't feel like fall here because it's kind of dank and, um,
1: kind and warm. humid.
0: But yeah. that's the way it is in, you know, a late summer, early fall here in the Northeast. Um, so before we get to questions, uh, there's an article that uh, piqued my interest. Uh, it's from uh, Dr. Joseph Mercola, mm-hmm. uh, who has been labeled one of the top ten purveyors of disinformation oh right because of his the uh,
1: disinformation doesn't the disinformation
0: doesn't yes. exactly that that you know who you know and he's been uh, pilloried and deplatformed and you know i gotta say i mean sometimes i, I don't agree with him because mm-hmm. uh, i think sometimes he's a little too sensationalistic mm-hmm. about some of his uh, assertions but agree uh, there's a great deal of uh, synergy between uh, his messaging and, and what we do here on intelligent medicine yeah um and this article came to my attention, uh, just just came out. Why the fake food race is worth $3 trillion. Wow. They say once living animals are eliminated, which is a goal, and replaced with patented plant-derived alternatives, private companies will effectively control the food supply in its entirety, and those who control the food control control the people. So, uh, you know, I think that's kind of interesting is that there's sort of a great deal of consolidation uh, in America, is that we seeing in medicine, for example, is yes, that the private—it's
1: be- becoming centralized, corporate,
0: yeah, yeah, and doctors rather than decentralized. Be, you mm-hmm. know, frankly, entrepreneurs—they would you know put up a shingle and they would uh, you know have a small business enterprise. Uh, they are now becoming employees of hospitals and or yes, uh, corporate entities, and then we have see the uh, entry of companies like uh, Walmart and Amazon into the medical realm. Uh, trying to, uh, outdo each other to create medical networks of yeah. basically doctors working at their behest. Uh, and it's all centralized and it's all, uh, you know, sort of quashes the, uh, initiative mm-hmm. of individual doctors. Doctors have become uh, employees and also medical care is thus standardized because yeah. there are certain protocols that you have to adhere to. You have to, uh, you know, you're you're uh, at the beck and call of uh, so. away
1: with critical thinking.
0: Yeah, yeah, but you know, we're also seeing this in uh, agri business. Mm-hmm. And uh, of interest is that uh, there, some of the favorite stocks were the Beyond Burger stocks, yeah. you know, the Impossible Burger stocks, right, right. And they, you know, they they had kind of that aura of this is the future, and you know, so people vote, you know, uh, bought them on sort of sentiment rather than on uh with proper financial analysis and a kind of objective uh, skepticism mm-hmm. and what's happened is a lot of those stocks have crashed and burned because uh the inventories are piling up at uh, supermarkets they gave a lot of space to these products and people you know usually it's a one-off people try them and they go well you know it's not really that good you know, yeah. or I got indigestion and they my, stop my,
1: my burger patty has nine grams of carbs
0: yeah well that's the impossible burger or one of them even I think even when people don't pay, are not as acutely attuned to the ingredients yeah. there's only I think a Minority of people actually read an ingredients list, understand an ingredients list. Yeah. A lot of people just say, well, it's just not good. You know, it doesn't taste good.
1: And your fake meat has all that sodium in it.
0: Well, Ah. okay, anyway. So, he makes a lot of good points here. Mm -hmm. Uh, He quotes a lot of other uh, authors. And, uh, he says that the rise of fake meat is an attempt at recreating the same global control of the food supply that Monsanto and others achieved through patented GMO seed development. Mm -hmm. And there really is something to it is the corporatization of of the food supply. Yeah. Uh, and which drives small independent farmers out of business. Although thankfully there is a, a, you know, it's a minority, but it's the organic business, the sustainable farming business. People. The
1: regenerative agriculture yes. business. There are more of those farms that have been developing in recent years than we
0: know. Yeah. It's very exciting. It's pushback. back. It's very, against, very exciting. It's pushback back against yeah. the homogenization of the food supply. I
1: mean, th- we could plant our own gardens and we can go out in the back of the preserve, my husband and I, and hunt some wild turkeys if we wanted to. <laughs> and just, you know, all we need are the solar panels, right? Or whatever. I don't know what. But this is, You're, this is what it comes down to. We all have to grow our stuff. We may have to become hunters and gatherers once again.
0: Yeah, but there's, <laughs> certainly there's a, a push to, to eradicate this, that. To eradicate is it. To Take get co- people on the food grid as yes. opposed to your efforts to stay off the food grid. Eat your soy. Uh, so, you know, I, in addition to, uh, the fact that there's a very high level of uh, glyphosate in some of these products. Oh yeah. Uh, that there's there's no way to uh, you know get the taste sensation of meat without a lot of synthetic ingredients. Uh, there's also uh, mm. a higher percentage of carbohydrates in these foods, which I think is good because. Yeah it you know it's it carbohydrates no problem but or they, they oh look, my burgers made of beets yeah that's it's there for the color but what about the other
1: stuff that's in there yeah how about just eating beets
0: yeah exactly yeah. so anyway so i recommend that uh, article from mercola if you subscribe and it's been uh, reposted in a bunch of places um so yeah for example they say uh, quoting moms across america which is i've interviewed the uh, yes. that outfit uh recent testing reveals the impossible burger contains glyphosate uh which is yeah. a given because it's made with gmo soy and the herbicide becomes integrated into the plant and it's hard to wash it off
1: yeah and 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 it's not just in these i want to call them non-food products but the glyphosate is everywhere it's been ubiquitous in farming for uh, more than a couple of decades uh, uh, Dr. Zach Bush has even said it is so ubiquitous in the environment that when it rains, it's kind of raining glyphosate on all of us
0: to <laughs> so some you know, degree. It's like the song, It's Raining Men? Yeah, it's
1: raining men. exactly, but it's glyphosate. So it's hard to, uh, get away from it.
0: So here's what's in it. You know, here are the ingredients, the declared mm-hmm. ingredients. Soy protein concentrate, which is GMO. Sunflower oil. Oh no. Uh, which pro-inflammatory. is. Pro-inflammatory. Which is pro-inflammatory omega-6 oil. Yeah. Uh, potato protein, which is a carb. Methyl cellulose, which is chemically- A fiber, a plant. Uh, chemi- fi- yeah, it's, oh, possi- it's methyl- okay. possibly derived from cotton. Oh,
1: yeah, that's right. Because, okay, the, methyl cellulose The part of the is- cotton
0: that, you know, gets thrown away, they can convert yeah. into methyl cellulose. Uh, which is kind of like, um, a soluble wood. Uh, yeast extract, well, that's, that's really that's good. That's part. MSG. Yeah. Yeast extract. Which, that's right. MSG. Yeah. By another name, right? Exactly. Yep. Cultured dextrose. Dextrose is sugar, right? It's sugar. But I like my dextrose with culture. It's got culture.
1: Oh, yes. It's It's not not a probiotic, right? Yeah. (laughs) It
0: it speaks with a refined British accent. Okay. Then there's food starch, modified food starch, which Mm -hmm. is also a carb. Yes. Uh, which also plays It's ha- also a gluten source, modified food starch. And it plays havoc with digestion. Totally. Uh, there's soy leg hemoglobin, which is a genetically modified. Uh,
1: exactly. And there might, there might be some negative implications for the gut with that particular, right. that, that type of it, it, uh, hemoglobin.
0: It, it has the word hemoglobin in it, but it's but a it's, plant source of hemoglobin. So yeah. it makes the, the burger bloody.
1: Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, but it has other drawbacks. I'm trying to, uh,
0: recall. Uh, to recall it, yeah. it has soy protein isolate, which mm-hmm. is more soy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has some ad- vitamin supplementation mixed tocopherol. So that's, I mean, at least mixed copperols, so That's preferable to just.
1: Well, if know. they put that in Coca-Cola, Dr. Hoffman, should we drink it? Okay. <laughs> you know. yeah,
0: It doesn't make it innocuous. There's some thiamine and some vitamin C and niacin and vitamin B6 and uh, some vitamin B12. Okay. Well, you know, I guess to compensate for all the other harmful ingredients. Right. Uh, so uh you know, there's also uh, water, coconut oil, and zinc gluconate and and uh, sodium chloride, which is salt. Mm. So you know, uh, you want to eat that. Uh, you know, is this? Are we getting into a soil and green kind of era? Exactly. You know, with our foods. Exactly.
1: Uh, a, a patient brought in a package of. Uh, th- this is the. This is the. Uh, the vegan cheese I'm eating, Leila, oh, wow. yeah. and I'm looking at the ingredients. There's sunflower oil. There's some other kind of starch in there. I said, why do you want to put this in your body? Mm-hmm. Why do you want to? Because Yeah, but it's vegan. It's yeah. good for the planet. It's a, what a, you're concerned about the environment, but what about your internal yeah. environment? When does that become important?
0: Yeah, you know, so there's a, the vegan knock against milk is, well, they exploit the animals to milk them, you know, mm. that it's exploitative, right. and... Uh, We're molesting the cows. Right. <laughs> it's exactly. But the other uh, knock on it is that it's made with rennet, which is the ruminant... Animal rennet, yes. ...which is the, the starter, mm-hmm. uh, or it helps to promote the fermentation. Yeah. And rennet comes from the intestines of animals, so you have to kill yeah. an animal to get rennet. So, but you can get rennetless well, cheese if you yeah. are really an ethical vegetarian. There's vegetable rennet, yeah. Right. And, by the way, recent study showed, mm-hmm. and I talked about on my radio show, Is There's this whole push to get kids to drink low-fat milk, low-fat milk. Uh, Well, what they discovered is, and this big study in the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition, they reviewed all the studies on children and the impact on their cardiometabolic health and their weight, two major factors. And, in fact, uh, drinking whole milk produced less weight gain than drinking low-fat milk. yeah. And in terms of cardiometabolic, well, it's full of saturated fat. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. But it did not deteriorate cardiometabolic no, markers. No,
1: no, because saturated fat does not. Right. It's been debunked. Yeah. Uh, you know, if whole milk has more fat in it, fat is what provides satiety. Satiety, yes. You want, you want fat? You, you want to get fat? Eat a lot of low-fat stuff. Right. You're going to take in all
0: those calories anyway, and you're not right. going to feel right. all that full. Well, you know, Seinfeld nailed it. Yes. was that great Seinfeld episode. Yeah. And I think Rudy Giuliani was in that episode, too. I think so. Because he did a cameo, because they had... He, it was like, they discovered low-fat yogurt, low-fat yeah. yogurt. Yeah. And they were eating it. It was like, it's great. Uh-huh. And then they, were, they think were all getting, like, fat. <laughs> <laughs> so that was like... What was Seinfeld, like the early 90s? I yes, think. yes. And they, that was a great episode. Oh my gosh, How was prescient crazy. was Seinfeld? Yeah. You know, yeah. but it took 30 years to <laughs> demonstrate
1: Honestly, yeah. honestly. And do you remember Snackwell's cookies? Uh-huh. That was another low-fat or non-fat
0: cookie. Oh, okay. People
1: are eating a box of these cookies and they're wondering why they're putting on weight. But there's no fat. Oh, yeah, but there's no fat. I can't I could eat fat. fat. Right. No guilt. I can eat these cookies. Right. No, not really.
0: It's like... Oh my gosh. It's like no fat... Shall mm-hmm. pass my lips. No fat shall reach my hips. There you, that's it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so oh, enough of a yeah. screen, you know, as we, uh, yeah. you know, kind of condemn our current ultra processed uh, food supply. Let's stick with the basics and let's get back to questions. And, and yes. by the way, uh, you know, this is an opportunity for me to talk about something important, uh, which is our save our supplements campaign. Yeah. We are, you know, it's one of those things. It's kind of like, uh, intermittent, uh, Fever. It's mm-hmm. like the fever chart sometimes shows high and then it you know, returns to normal on the legislative front. And, uh, you know, we, we think we're getting a reprieve because Congress is listening to reason and is not uh, about to pass a bill that's going to call for mandatory product listing, which is a prelude to restricting access to supplements. Mm-hmm. And, it, and the news was good about a month ago, and now they're coming back with full force uh, attempting to pass that. So it's really kind of a critical juncture. Go to dearhoffman.com slash ANH and yes. uh, to learn how you can take action. And uh, if you feel so disposed, uh, donate, because uh, for a limited time, I'll continue to match all donations up to a total of $5,000. Fantastic. And guess what? If there's more than $5,000, i will go. I'll keep. Somebody wants to... You want to really test me? <laughs> Give $10,000. $10,000. There you go. <laughs> you want you, re- go. you want to really put me out of business? Okay. <laughs> It's like, I'll see you and I'll raise you, you know. Right. right. So it's like, okay, I'll have oh, to no. hawk my wristwatch here.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, we've got an email from, from Martha. What can you tell me about Maquis berries? Maquis or Maquis, I'm going to spell
0: it for you. M-A-Q-U-I. Well, wait a minute. You know, this is interesting because mm. during World War II, mm. the French resistance was called the Maquis. Ha!
1: Yeah. Oh, well,
0: well look s- at that. I think I maybe spelled the same way. I'll look it up that's, while you keep that's talking. That's
1: interesting. Yeah. What can you tell me about maki berries as a superfood? I see some research has been done. Good for keeping blood sugar in check, maybe combating dry eyes and maybe lots of other things. Well, I pulled up some information from a uh, doctor. Oh, excuse Dr. Axe. Yes. It, it yeah. says
0: the maki. It's spelled M-A-Q-U-I-S, <gasps> otherwise known as the maki resistance, where a resistance group that consisted of uh, blah, 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 you know. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. The well, maki in World War II. Well, th- this rural, berry, Rural guerrilla brands, they, they used to go around uh-huh. and blow up, uh, you know, uh, Nazi uh, uh, railroad uh, bridges and things like that. Vive you've la seen, resistance. Right. You know, you've seen those old movies, the Maquis. yeah Anyway. They, yeah. So now it's a berry.
1: So now it's a berry. And it's native to southern Chile. It's otherwise known as the Chilean... Wineberry. Okay. And what it may do is, uh, among adults with prediabetes, type two diabetes, mocky berry may help normalize fasting blood glucose and insulin. It levels. sounds like one of those
0: polyphenol-rich wild yes. berries. Yes.
1: Delphinol. Delphinol is the polyphenol probably okay. from mocky berry, and it's generally well tolerated. It's good for people with metabolic issues. It may promote cardiovascular health uh a uh, so, uh, a group of adults were given the uh, berry extract daily for 12 weeks It lowered ldl and increased hdl what country does cholesterol it come from?
0: from chile is the research from chilean researchers that i couldn't tell because you because sometimes there's you know i always find it a little suspect when they yeah. send up something that may contribute to the gnp of the co- of the country in question
1: that's true but you know i pulled this very well curated information from Dr. Josh Axe, and okay. I know he's getting it okay. from I think uh, different a, a sources. Reliable source, yeah, yeah. Uh, because it's high in antioxidants, it's great for defending skin against age-related damage. Kind of uh,
0: sounds like you know goji berry or you know sure. things like that.
1: Goji berry, noni juice, or noni ber- whatever
0: was they there. There was a shop. Are, uh, especially wild berries are very rich in polyphenols. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Increase tear production for those with dry eyes. Okay. It because it can help ease inflammation. It can be beneficial for joint pain. Will it bring you the morning paper and your slippers? In the no, morning? only your dog will do that. Oh, it's, I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. Not, not this uh, <laughs> Chilean wine berry. Okay. So it's available powder capsule. You know, Martha, it's not a superfood or anything like that. What you listen? Know, the whole question is: there such
0: a thing as a superfood? No.
1: And you know. You know. Eat eat all the foods called superfoods eat your blueberries eat all of your berries eat your garlic eat your kale eat your leeks eat eat everything and eat a variety of colors every day you want a rainbow of colors diversify every day diversify your portfolio absolutely yeah yes you want some stocks you want some bonds right. you want some real estate you want some <laughs> right 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 you know you you want you want to A diversity of, you want a rainbow of colors every day. It's a tenant in functional medicine and
0: nutrition. I was listening to a podcast recently and they were talking about the issue of nutrition. Mm -hmm. And they said, you know, one of the difficulties with deciding what the ideal diet is and what ideal foods are for humans is that humans in their evolution have gone through so much selection pressure, you know, living in the Arctic, you know, during the ice age and then living in the Serengeti Plain where it's, you know, drought yeah and and you know in and have adapted to eating so many different things that among animals we have among the most diverse capabilities to survive on a wide range of nutrients. yeah, now the problem is that all those nutrients were natural up until about a hundred years ago, yeah, and now we've introduced some things that are foreign to the human experience, and so Uh, So it's hard to say. Well, is a vegan diet best? Is a a keto diet best? Is a you know Mediterranean diet? You know, yes. It it may be that people can thrive on a multiplicity of diets. Yes,
1: yes. And but ultimately, it depends on everyone's unique biochemistry, what their what their issues are, what their metabolic abnormalities, if there may be any. It has to be addressed that way.
0: But I think the common denominator of all the the diets which are touted is the avoidance of ultra-processed foods. I think that that is a given. Oh, absolutely. A given. Which include sugars. Because it's it's uh, chemicals. Seed oils, uh, chemicalized food. Yeah, emulsifiers,
1: uh, preservatives. And. Artificial flavors, colors. And
0: the addition of antibiotics and preservatives. And and all of that. Exactly, exactly. Dough conditioners.
1: Yeah. Bromates.
0: <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> Who wants all this stuff?
0: Yeah. We shouldn't be ingesting it. And any flavoring agents. Yes. Which make us want to eat more when we have. They make it hyper
1: palatable. Yeah. yeah. You know, there's a reason that in blind taste tests, when food scientists have you try real butter and a butter that they created, that butter they created tastes better. I mean, it's really a miracle yeah. of, of chemistry. Yeah. How they do it. A lot of biochem, a lot of, Food science, chemistry went into perfecting the McDonald's French fry or or Burger King's French fry. The aroma, the texture, the crisp, the bite of—I mean, all of it. It's really
0: something. It's It's really something. I'm not really a foodie. It's like I'm looking for like new taste experiences, like something. I think it's it's for people with jaded palates. You know, they say, oh, there's this great new restaurant and they prepare it so you know, like a very exotic thing. And it's like, yeah, okay, you know, I'll go. Yeah, that's you know, all right. It's more of a social occasion. Sure. But sure. it's like, do I, eat, do I need it? I'm going to have a good piece of fish or I can have a relatively unadulterated, you know. I yeah. Made, I made chicken in the pot, you know, with uh, celery root and celery and, and, uh. Lovely. And, and dill and carrots. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's pretty plain. Yeah. With a lot oh, but of garlic. It's delicious. A lot of garlic.
1: I love boiled dinner. Yeah. That's one of my favorite ways to see chicken yeah. is boiled in a pot.
0: It okay. was kind of dreary weather. I thought, you know, it's like, yeah. do it.
1: Add a little horseradish when you pull the chicken out. That's nice. Yeah. The horseradish will be... <laughs> thinking of my grandmother
0: right now. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Good, good point at which to pause yes. because we we'll want to allow one of our sponsors this opportunity to share a vital message with you. So uh, listen up for this message from Kraft Foods. No, actually not. <laughs> <laughs> Did we offend them? <laughs> okay. Let's hear it. If chocolate is your weakness... Thanks for listening and thanks for supporting our sponsors. They are what make intelligent medicine a continuing free resource to you. And now back to our questions. What's next, Layla?
1: This comes from Elizabeth. Hi, Dr. Hoffman and Layla. I would appreciate your having your nutritional expertise and guidance on thiamine. I'm coming, that's vitamin B1. I'm coming across more and more articles about undetected thiamine deficiency or insufficiency being a key factor In chronic illnesses. Now, it is a thing because vitamin B1 or thiamine plays a critical role in energy metabolism and in growth, development, and the function of all cells. So, thiamine is a very, very important B vitamin. It is B1. So, what might thiamine deficiency look like?
0: Uh, well, yeah, you know, we know what thiamine deficiency looks like. It's, uh, you know, wernicke Kosakoff syndrome. Yes. Which is a form of dementia. Yeah. Which uh which I, is
1: caused by alcohol alcoholism. or or com- or a very or a thiamine deficiency.
0: Right. Just which alcoholics who eat a really poor diet don't get yes. enough thiamin, and alcohol depletes thiamine and they develop uh, brain atrophy in a part mm-hmm. of the brain that is mm-hmm. associated with uh, overall yeah. functioning. And they respond and kind of wake up to a thiamine injection. Mm-hmm. Uh, we used to do that in my medical training back in the 80s. Wow. We'd, you know, take these uh, Skid Row guys and, you know, yeah. wash them down. and uh, Give
1: them a banana bag. Give them a clean order, gown.
0: Right? And then the first thing we do is use some thiamine. Yeah. Uh, so the other thing is classic. I mean, this is we all, we study classic nutrition and yes. the classic nutritional disease is? Berry Berry. Berry Berry. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Which is a, a disease which is an interesting disease because it, it, it's sort of high output cardiac, cardiac failure, which yeah. is like congestive heart failure. Mm-hmm. And by the way, there are drugs that deplete uh, vitamin B1 and cause, mm. and, 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 which is many patients who uh, have congestive heart failure, they may have accelerated their heart failure by depleting their B1 with a lousy yeah. diet. And with these medications. Yeah. Uh, there's also... Uh, beriberi causes uh, sometimes uh, like a, a water retention. Yes. And... Uh, peripheral
1: neuropathy, wasting. Yes.
0: And that's why we mm-hmm. use uh, thiamine or uh, an active form of thiamine called benfotiamine.
1: Yes. Uh, for peripheral
0: neuropathy. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's called? I'm sorry. Benfomex. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's,
1: a, that's a wonderful supplement. Yeah. So, for those with neuropathies and things. But yeah. A thiamine supplement, it, you're in your regular B-complex, but taking additional thiamine is indicated if you're low or you're somebody who has peripheral neuropathies associated with hyperglycemia, diabetes, all of that, or if you've just been low in B vitamins. I mean, what, one, of the, one of the highest sources of thiamine is pork, followed oh, by yeah. trout. Interesting. Which is interesting. Now, I'm not going to mention the fortified things like breakfast cereals because... I don't want you eating breakfast cereals for thiamine, but pork, trout, black beans, mussels, mm-hmm. tuna, be careful the mercury, acorn squash, have a, have some, but you know, ideally you don't want a depleted diet. You don't want to overuse alcohol. And even if you use alcohol regularly, you would still benefit. You know, I remember I used to walk around when I was a teenager. See, I already knew I was gonna be a nutritionist then. I just didn't have the maturity to carry it through. I used to work walk around with Earl Mendel's Vitamin Bible. Oh wow. Remember that paperback? Yeah, sure. mm-hmm. And I remember they had he had all different you know and I remember one of them was called the drinking man's diet. And there was all kinds of B vitamins and so forth and he just goes down the list of if you're a drinking man, this is what you have to take. If oh. you have this if you're prone to headaches, this is what you oh, have wow. to do. This is so I, and I just a, thought it was fascinating.
0: A guy. Yeah. Another guy who is really a pioneer in thiamine deficiency mm-hmm. is uh, my colleague, and he's still alive. He's 98 years old, uh, Derek Lonsdale. Wow. Um, thiamine deficiency disease, dysautonomia, and high-calorie malnutrition is his textbook. Dysautonomia. Uh, yeah, dysautonomia, which means like... Uh, wow. You know, uh, uh, dysregulation of your autonomic nervous Yeah. System. Yeah.
1: Vitamin should be okay, great. That's interesting. That's so, interesting. anyway, uh,
0: mm-hmm. and the patients with extreme, uh, deficiency have a form of dysautonomia with rapid heart rate and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, dysregulated, uh, autonomic function. Yeah. yeah. So, all right. Good wow. point to, uh, pause our podcast because we divide it into two parts. And a reminder that questions come to questions at drhoffman.net. Uh, we need more questions for next week, so fire away. Yes. And give us a preview of what we're going to tackle in part two.
1: My internist advised me to get off all supplements except turmeric. He said there's no research that
0: confirms they're helpful. Okay, I love that question because that's a, that's a scary retort from an intern. But to me, that's, <laughs> that, that is like the, in, in baseball parlance, that's a high hanging curve ball uh-huh. right into my hitting zone. <laughs> And I'm going to hit it right out of the park. You are. You are. uh, I am the Aaron Judge of uh, nutrition. Indeed. (laughs) Well played, Dr. (laughs) Hoffman We'll be back in just a moment. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is the Intelligent Medicine Podcast.